Superpowers on the Superpower Up podcast, the show that lifts the voice of love from orgasms to superpowers and everything in between. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Sex, Love, and Superpowers podcast show. I'm your host, Tatiana Verande. And today I have a very special guest with me, Miss Keelan Siobhan Clark. And we are going to be discussing the powers of a superhero. So, fun episode and I'm excited for it. Let me tell you a little bit about Keelan before we dive in. Keelan is the creator of Lady Liberty Lives, hashtag LL21C, and owner of Liberty Empowerment Coaching. As a liberation coach, she works with those seeking a more fulfilling life using her The Liberty Zone technique. By seeing the greatest potential in people, Keelan educates, entertains, and empowers those who are seeking their own liberation. Welcome to the show, Keelan. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. yeah. So all, all of our guests get to answer this really fun question, and uh, I think especially fun in your case, since you have <laughs> created your own superhero. Um, but will you please tell our listeners what your superpowers are? My superpowers. Well, um, I mean, the biggest one is that I've created my own superhero, Lady Liberty of the 21st century. Um, but with that, you know, other superpowers are creativity, uh, humor, and just a radical love for humanity and just mm. seeing the positive in so much of this beautiful world. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. So just to give a little background to those of you listening, I met Keelan at actually Amy Jo Goddard's um, event, and she's been on the show as well. And we were both playing sexual archetypes for, mm-hmm. for this retreat. And Keelan told me that she had created her own superhero. And I was like, okay, well, hands down, we're meeting here and you've created your own superhero and you need to come on the show and we need to talk <laughs> about this. So, um, so tell us about Lady Liberty and why you created her. Yeah, and what's really interesting is that this part of the story I don't talk about very often, but I, she was created actually kind of out of a sexual archetype. Ooh. So yeah, I was doing a uh, photo shoot with a good friend of mine and we were, we were just kind of playing around and I had this, um, I had a fishnet one piece bodysuit on and she hot. gave me, yeah, it was super hot. And the <laughs> photographer, Monica Risky, um, Monica O, she is in Los Angeles. She's a beautiful self-portrait photographer and I hired her just to kind of play around. So it was this one piece and she gave me this felt crown and she said, here, put this on. And we were just, you know, playing around. And when the proofs came back, she said, you know, you're like this alien. And I looked at them and I said, no, oh my God, I'm Lady Liberty of the 21st century. And she is pissed off. (laughs) And when I looked at them, I I just suddenly, um, suddenly I realized that there was a huge potential there to have an archetype like the Statue of Liberty, you know, the goddess of liberty come alive because the statue's real name is Liberty Enlightening the World. And really, she's a lighthouse, right? She's, she mm-hmm. stands in New York Harbor. And I've always been very, very um, attached to her 
I grew up in Vermont. Uh, mm. As a child, I went and visited her. I lived in Brooklyn and worked in Manhattan in my 20s. And I had always looked for her. So she's always been with me. And, you know, when I when those proofs came back, I was doing a project for school and it was a social media project and everything just kind of fell into place. And I realized how cool would it be as if, if she came to life as a nonviolent superhero who still uses her torch, but we use it as a microphone because our words are just as powerful and we still use tablets. So in my version of the living Lady Liberty, she's not in that one piece bodysuit. Um, um, <laughs> <laughs> well, there are, I mean, the photos are there. Um, you know, she had to be kind of stripped down in order to be rebuilt. Right. Yeah. And, um, you know, now there's a couple iterations of her. I have a chi- very childish side of her that I um, create missions for families. And I'm actually reading um, so- a book series right now as Lady Liberty. And then there's a very serious side of her that is, um, you know, they're all pieces of me. Right. Sure. And the, the serious side is just seeing so much pain and so much heartache in the world that for me, from a place where I come from, I, I don't see it as needed. I see that there's a lot of potential to um, create more connection and more joy. And that to me is through um, enlightenment. And that's our path to liberty. Well, and I love that you're taking this sort of iconic American figure and bringing her to life. Um, I think there's, there's a lot of, first of all, it's, it's incredibly unique and creative, like you mentioned in your beginning, in the beginning, one of your superpowers is creativity. Mm-hmm. And I can really see that coming through in this. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's unexpected, too, which I, which I love. Um, she's not... It, when one thinks of superheroes, one doesn't necessarily think of, of Lady Liberty. Right. Right. And I, I think that it's important too, because today we've got, you know, a lot of superheroes um, out there. You know, it's a very, very uh, commerce driven piece of our entertainment world Mm -hmm. and it's very violent. And, you know, no matter your, um, your stand on gun control. You know, I'm from Vermont, so I understand the ownership, needing ownership of some guns. Um, but we have we have a really big problem in this country. There, there's kids killing each other. Yeah. And and when I made the the superhero, you know, it, it really did. It was a divine download. Like I can't take 100% responsibility for it. Like I get mm-hmm. to thank the universe. Mm-hmm. But we really need someone that we can trust who is a human. Yeah. You know, and we're all, we all get to be superheroes um, and we all have a superpower and, but we're also, you know, mortal. We really are. So I really, um, the more I, I connect with her and the more I, I, more she grows up with me, I see how much more powerful she can be. And one of my, one of my little dreams is to follow the campaign trail in 2020 and actually bring unity to both sides because it gets really intense right yeah. and she was born out of the last election you know half of us were blindsided and that i take responsibility for my own complacency for not caring about an entire middle part of my country you know and not connecting and i was being an affluent white woman um you know complacent and just not really paying attention to the 
to the problems and to the hurt that that are happening right you know on my doorstep yeah um so there's a lot that I want to discuss with you okay. and I, and I don't want to dive in too deep before we have to go to break. So let's just do it now. Okay. Um, so before we break, will you tell our listeners where they can go to find out more about you, more about Lady Liberty? Yeah. So um, the hashtag LL21C, I created that so that no matter what platform you're on, you can just Google or, you know, engine search it and the information will pop up. So I have um, video content on YouTube, um, uh, Instagram, Facebook, all of them. So you can just Google um, or or engine search the hashtag uh, LL21C. All right. So we are talking with Keelan Siobhan Clark about the powers of a superhero. More when we get back. Stay tuned. Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, Executive Director of Superpower Experts. And we want to thank each of you for making Superpower Up the number one podcast network for personal development and spiritual growth. Because people like you have the courage to say that mindfulness, healthy living, disrupting reality, the pursuit of consciousness, responsible entrepreneurship, and radical parenting matter. We now amass over 1 million downloads monthly in more than 90 countries. Our numbers keep growing because there are far more people willing to live divergently than mass media wants to acknowledge. For you, the change makers, the light bearers, the way showers, we say thank you. If you're ready to take the next step in your evolution, go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz. And as Neva Lee Rekla, our youngest podcaster, likes to remind us, remember, we all have superpowers and we can change the world. Okay, we're back. So something that you mentioned when you first looked at those original photos, those original proofs, mm-hmm. you said, this is Lady Liberty and she's pissed off. Yeah. Why, in your understanding, is this, this character, this icon, this American icon, pissed off? Well, you know, Liberty Enlightening the World, the idea of her was really um, an idea of unity. And when the French gave her to us, and there's all kinds of stories, you know, but I, I take the positive of everything. So the, the French gave her to us, um, you know, kind of as a celebration um, of the ending of slavery. There's a lot more to it than that, but that's just the really high level, easy version. And that's, to me, was um, a symbol of equality and unity. And, you know, when I looked at those photos, it was after the election and she wasn't seeing unity, right? Yeah. And especially after the election, I mean, even just this this entire century so far, I mean, it kicked off with 9-11. Mr. Rogers died. <laughs> and then Y2K, you know, just kept happening. The, the um, uh, I, I, I got to say, I love that you put... Mr. Rogers dying and 9-11 in the same like cataclysmic sentence because yeah on a on a deep emotional level, I mean, Mr. Rogers was an icon. Yeah, and it he's important to to Lady Liberty's story and to my story because mm-hmm. the big picture here is I really see a space for Lady Liberty to host a children's show. Mm-hmm. In in the thread of Jim Henson and Mr. Rogers, having a a gentle human who is trustworthy in the world, not, not religious affiliated. You know, I come from a place of just complete and um, loving, you know, and not a cartoon. Well, yeah, exactly. And you're a mom. So I, 
I'm not, I'm, I'm actually have a, um, a stepdaughter. I'm her soda and she's 22 now. So I, you know, I'm a non-conventional parent, but I think we're all parents in our own ways. And when I look at children's programming now, I do see a lot of cartoons, right? Or the kids are watching YouTube videos of other kids opening up packages, which is very consumer centric. I mean, it's fun and exciting, but like, it's also like, Hey mom, like buy me more crap from China. And then it's all just wrap up stuff I already have so I can open it up. Right. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, well, let's dive deeper. Like, why don't you wrap something, you know? And that's where Lady Liberty comes in and says, Hey, why don't, why don't you as a family make your own wrapping paper? Yeah. Um, And then kids are watching other kids play video games. Like Fortnite is an actual addiction for some kids. And I think it's all tied to um, the violence that we're seeing. So Anyways, I think that there's a really great space to use Lady Liberty in the, the children um, in the children's space. And I call it a children's show, but it's really for, for parents and children alike. And again, as adults, we're all parents in some way because we're all stewards of children. And in the 21st century, I've just seen so much yelling on television. I've seen just a lack of trust. We don't trust our government. We don't trust companies. You know, we, we really don't even trust our communities, churches, yeah. Yeah, trust each our other. families, our, each other, our lovers. And then really what it boils down to, which is where I come into my coaching hat, is that we don't trust ourselves. Mm-hmm. And how could we with so much noise around us? Mm-hmm. So with Lady Liberty, you know, the grown up version is really, you know, supporting those who realize that and just get to rebuild, you know, a trust inside of us. Yeah. And what do you, I mean, in your understanding, what's the foundation of building that trust within ourselves? Well, so when Lady Liberty was born in 2018, I had just lost um, a brother. I'd lost my grandmother, a great aunt. And later that year I'd lose my mom. Mm. And what came out of it was also me losing um, my, uh, I was losing a piece of my identity because I got sober that year as well. Mm. And I think that I was starving my artist for 20 years. I had a great career in corporate. I worked in technology and marketing, um, but I was never settled and I was just never happy. Right. And I was ignoring the piece of my art artistry, you know, I said my superheroes creativity, I pretended it wasn't for 20 years. And by denying myself that and not, not really living in my Dharma, I was very unhappy and I was self-medicating and I wasn't trusting myself. Right. So I look at Lady Liberty as her kind of saving my life. And when I started really listening to my internal, I call it my inner Liberty, my internal downloads, from the heavens or whatever we want to call it, the universe, that's when things really started to shift. And that was when I, I started trusting myself. Yeah. It's, it's an interesting, it's a, it's a, a question that we've been tossing around a lot over at, um, at superpower experts is, is that we actually had a, a coach's call yesterday because we have a number of clients who, you know, that's sort of the foundation that, it's like we we want to talk about superpowers and we want to talk about psychic ability and we want to talk about like all this fun cool stuff 
But if the foundation of trusting ourselves and trusting our intuition and trusting the guidance that's coming through us isn't there, none of that stuff matters. And it's actually what we've seen. It's actually kind of dangerous to try to play in those realms if you don't have that foundation in place. Totally. And that's, that's where my liberty zone comes in. So on a really high level, we, we have freedom in this, this country. And actually, every single human being on the planet is free. We really are. Any, any prisons that we have, even if you're in a physical prison, you know, it, it's something that's built around us. And I think that's why we find a lot of people finding organized religion within prison, because there's something that is set free mm-hmm. within them. So when I work with my clients, we talk about their liberty zone. And for a long time, I didn't understand what liberty was. I'm like, what's the difference between liberty and freedom? And this is part of what Lady Liberty gets to teach people is that freedom is this big, beautiful, huge, all-encompassing thing. But freedom comes with negativity and positivity. Like I was free to drink a bottle of wine, even though I knew I shouldn't. Mm -hmm. I was free to smoke cigarettes, even though my grandfather died of emphysema and my mom had COPD. Right? So there's... So sometimes freedoms can be very overwhelming. And what I do with my clients is that, you know, we, we take a vision and I do this in seven month sprints just because um, we are dynamic creatures and, and things shift. So I'll take seven months with them and I say, what do you want to create in these seven months? And every month there's a certain theme that we work on together. And it, all of it is just about building trust within ourselves. And it's just mm-hmm. a different step. So it could be working on liberty or sorry, listening. It could be working on inspiration, bravery. And I go down li- the actual word of liberty and everyone has their own, their own path. And what it does is it keeps people focused on the, on the thing that they want. So let's say you wanted to make, you know, more money. So then we just, we hyper-focus in that liberty plan, in that liberty zone. So that, you know, if you want to make more money, that, that means that you're not going to go, you know, sign up for a wine club um, next month, even though it's the holidays and it's cheaper. You know, it's just little things like that, that get people kind of shifted into the life that they want to live. Does that make sense? Absolutely. I mean, it's okay. lining up your daily actions with your overall desires. Yeah. Which is, which is huge. Because, and, and I love that you make that distinction. Um, between freedom and liberty. I think that's, mm-hmm. um, you're the first person actually who I've heard make that clear of a distinction uh, because freedom is, you know, it's a, it's a word that we toss around a lot in this country. And yet I think that while there's, you know, I've done a lot of traveling in my life. My father was an immigrant from Romania. Um, he, he came to this country because he didn't have, he grew up under communism. You know, there were just, yeah go to the grocery store, there's one kind of everything, you know, Mm -hmm. you don't have choice. You don't really have freedom. Um, You don't have freedom to express your truth. You know, my dad left because he, he knew he had a big mouth and he couldn't keep it shut and he was going to end up in jail or killed. Mm. Um, And so he had to get out. Um, And, and fortunately, um, you know, I feel very blessed that even though he and I used to, <laughs> I remember under the you know Bush administration, and I was young and I was twenty and thought I knew everything, and you know he and I would have big fights about you know our fascist government. I would call it our, our fascist government. And he's like, you have no idea what no fascism idea. is, yeah. and um, 
and he was right. You know, uh, mm-hmm. I can say that now that he's not alive. He was right. Um, he can hear you. <laughs> yeah. He's oh, like, I know. Oh, yeah. I know. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I couldn't, I couldn't admit it. He was right when he was alive, but, what I <laughs> um, but I think that there is, you know, it's like, yeah, we have a lot of freedom in this country and we have the freedom to kill each other with guns. You know, we have the, we have the freedom to do a lot of things that aren't necessarily in the highest good for ourselves and for our community. And so I think that something, you know, something that I've been sitting with a lot lately is this, um, the, the balancing the, the cult of the individual and the, the quest for individual, um, aspiration and and mm-hmm. and freedom right with with understanding and acknowledging that we are part of a community yes we're part of a, a local community we're part of a global community and yeah. our actions impact others we're part of an environmental community we're all living on the same planet you know like we all yeah. and and i think that to you know america was kind of founded on this this dream that the individual can have whatever they want. Um, and, and we are still, we are still living in community and how do we, how do we take that dream and, and bring it into full circle that way? Right. And what's, what's interesting is that, you know, I, I mean, I was an addict and I'm very lucky that I did not hit rock bottom the way that I've seen other people in my life do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, you know, addiction is a great example of um, the self. And we don't, we don't think we matter. We don't think that our actions have matter of anyone. Like when I'm in driving in traffic, I literally will make co- eye contact and wave my hand. And, mm-hmm. you know, there, there's, we are connected in so many ways. and you know, we're free to buy semi-automatic, automatic guns. But, you know, honestly, especially parents, you guys have seen the the horrible effects of that freedom. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm not I trying to friends, take... I have friends who, it's like, I, I homeschool my daughter now. But I remember when she was in kindergarten and they started having drills in school mm-hmm. of like what happens if, a shooter comes into the school. Like this is what we have to do now in the United States with our kids in public school. We have to have drills and practice runs for if some psycho with a gun comes into a school. Yeah. And that, you know, there's something very powerful about the energy that we put out there. So I'm just going to go back to the individual again. You know, I love that, that parents and adults, in any step of their life are um, starting to take time. We're, we're all working on ourselves, but I, and I also see that there's a lot of seriousness in it and it's so serious that, um, you know, our vibrations do drag down our communities. So mm-hmm. when we are so serious and we are so stressed out and we are, you know, feeling guilty for finishing that bottle of wine, um, you know, the kids see it, your neighbors feel it. I mean, it kind of sounds hippy dippy, but it's not, it's true. Mm-hmm. So when we can, and again, that's where the, my own coaching comes in is that, you know, when we can actually 
put our hand on something that, that's just a little bit out of our reach and be able to focus on it and actually get up in the morning and know I'm working towards that. Your, your whole energy shifts, everything changes and there's a ripple effect that happens. And on top of it, you know, when we have programming that is actually serving our communities and serving, um, you know, just having an adventure that the family, one, one of the adventures I have for Lady Liberty is having the kids call grandma or grandpa and asking for a recipe of their parents' favorite food mm. when they were their age. So let's say it's an eight-year-old and they call grandma. Well, what was mom's favorite food when she was eight? Well, can I have the recipe? So we're still working on ourselves, but we're still connecting and communicating with the other generations. Yeah, which is huge because I, you know, we've become really segmented in our culture, really segmented. And I feel like we're, we're missing a lot in that segmentation. Yeah. And you know, social media is not helping it. You know, there, there really are, AI is so amazing. Like I, I really do champion the 21st century uh, and social media does guide us towards what it thinks we want us to see, which is actually creating more segregation. And I will say that the Statue of Liberty is 100%, um, you know, a gift of, um, <laughs> I have an indigenous friend who I just adore and, you know, the indigenous, we're, we're making up for a lot of lost time and a yeah. lot of scars. And I said, you know, what are your thoughts on the Statue of Liberty? And she said, well, it's a symbol of white oppression. And I said, yeah, we're going to reach, we're going to change that. <laughs> we get to update that in the 21st century. Mm-hmm. So there's still a lot of generational negativity um, and there's still a lot of confusion. So of course, racism still exists um, today. Um, of course, there's homophobia, you know, because again, I, I think that it comes back to a lack of trust within ourselves or even just a lack of knowledge. That's why I love that the statue's name is Liberty Enlightening the World. She's literally meant, and my version of her is also, is literally to entertain and educate and empower the masses in a really positive way. Because I think that's really the key to, to, inner, to inner liberty. So in her highest expression through you, how do you see, like, I mean, you mentioned the, the television show. Mm-hmm. Um, but what do you, you want to do with her in like, the biggest sense? The biggest sense I see in the next 10 years is um, seeing a amendment passed in our U.S. Constitution clearly stating that all humans within the United States are equal. Mm. So an actual equal rights amendment that's all-encompassing. Heck yes. I can yeah. That's the the, the the 10-year plan. How's that? (laughs) I'll probably find that one. That's that's the best 10-year plan I've ever heard. (laughs) We can do it. I I, I wholly agree that we can do it, especially with such a shift. Um, I'm glad that Trump was elected. Honestly, it woke a lot of us up. I mean, it's not great. It's not perfect. But everything now is under such a microscope. I mean, Obama actually deported more... um, more people than, than any other president. So, you know, now that everything is so under a microscope, we get to wake up and all of us have a chance to, um, to really be change leaders and superheroes in our own families, communities, 
states and country. It's not just about the president. He actually doesn't have a lot to do with what is happening in your home circumference. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. I think that's absolutely very well said. You know, this is, this is up to us. And, um, and, you know, there have been dark times in history before and the people have come together and, and taken a stand for something important and, and from the heart. Mm-hmm. And I think we're, I think we are ready for that as a nation. Yeah. We just have yeah. to open our eyes and look around us and see all the other people who are also ready for that and join forces. Yeah. And, you know, talk is important. We get to talk about things. But the other part of what I do in my coaching is I actually have my clients get up and go do something. Right. It's all activity based, which is also what Lady Liberty encourages the families to do. Like, get up and go do something. I don't want to hear any more bitching. I'm done with the yelling. I got yelled at enough when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm good. So, like, we have problems, but there is always a solution. And that's, again, where the creativity comes in. Like, we get to, we get to go and, like, just create really radical kind of insane, but beautiful shifts. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So Keelan, um, before we sign off today, is there, is there one last thing that you want to leave our listeners with or something you want to make sure get said yeah. that been said? Yeah. I just, I want, I want listeners to understand that, you know, we're all human and, like inner liberty and inner peace and inner freedom, it's really an inside job. But, and we are humans and we are connected and we can't do anything alone. Mm-hmm. We, we really are here to be community driven. So we are individuals and we are all, are all unique, but we get to have help and we get to support each other. Yeah. So just always remember that you're not alone. And, um, you know, the best thing to get out of a, a crappy mood is to go help someone else, however that looks to you. So you've made my day today by having me on your podcast. Thank you so much. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank you so much. This is a, it's a, a very different flavor of any kind of conversation we've had before. So I'm very <laughs> grateful to have it because cool. um, I'm all about bringing on some, some diverse and, and much needed conversation. And I think it's interesting, you know, I'm, I'd be curious to hear from our listeners because we have listeners in over 90 countries at this point. So I, awesome. I, I'd be curious to hear from, from some of our international listeners, how this conversation has landed with you. You can, um, you can find us on the superpowers or real group on Facebook and, and join us in there and always looking for, um, for feedback and what do you want to hear more about? Uh, what conversations are really juicing you in this arena right now? And, and how can we serve and uplift and support those conversations and deliver the information that you, our dear listeners are so desperately seeking. So, I just want to I want to say thank you again Keelan for coming thank on you. the show and I to all of our listeners thank you so much we wouldn't be here without you and until next time go out and love yourself so that you can love the world more deeply liberty lives yeah she lives within thank you Any blessings Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today.